it's time to quit complaining and get involved. I'm asking you to do me, yourself, and all gun owners a favor. If you haven't already done it, sign up to be a Gun Talk Truth Squad member. It's free, and the sign-up is at guntalk.com. All it means is that you'll get an email from me now and then alerting you to issues. Also, it means you'll shoot an email or make a phone call when you see or hear bogus reports on gun ownership. I'll help you with the info you get as part of the True Squad. We need you on board. Welcome to Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, where there's more to talk about than shooting. There's reloading and hunting and self-defense, too. It's true, it's true. I'm Tom Gresham, this is Gun Talk, and we're going to talk about all sorts of things. But yeah, it's all about guns, or shooting, or the shooting sports, or keeping your gun safely, or maybe you're thinking about buying a gun and you don't know what kind to get. Well, we'll cover all of that. All you have to do is give us a call. Our number is 866-825-5486. But honestly, it's easier just to call one Tom Talk Guns. That's what we'll do. If you're new here, let me just explain. We don't do rude very well here. So there are a lot of places you can go if you like to do rude, but we don't do that well here. So... um Call some other place. We do civil real well. You don't have to agree with me, though. In fact, I actually kind of like it. If you don't agree with me, it's fun. If you uh, if you don't like guns, call me and tell me why. If you think it's a good thing that Barack Obama is going to ban the sale of a number of guns, that he wants to ban the sale of the most popular firearms being made in America, if you think that's a good thing, call me. Let me know why you think that's the case. We'll even give you the floor for a while. Our number is 866-TALK-GUNS. Let's talk to Jim on line three. Jim's in Nevada. Hey there. How you doing? Oh, pretty good, Tom. Good. Uh, just one note here. My wife and I have both been our NRA members for at least 50 years. So. Excellent. But uh, I just recently purchased a uh, Kimber 1911 45 ACP, the Crimson Carry Kimber. Oh, with the Crimson Trace uh, grips on it, yeah. Yes. I'm, I took it out for the first time at the range the other day, and I sure had a heck of a time picking that red dot up on the target. And it was, of course, it was daylight, but I tried um, the different safety glasses, dark, clear, yellow, nothing seemed to improve it. I thought maybe you had some idea on how I could, uh, or if that's just the uh, way it is with that, the red that, dot. That's the way it is. The red dot, uh, the uh, laser sight is made for use in low light and no light. It's not made for use in daylight. Right. I mean, you, you, that's why you have iron sights. You use the iron sights in daylight. You use the laser lights, or laser grip uh, when the light is low or there's no light. But, uh, no, a regular red laser is not, generally speaking, not daylight visible. I see. It's just what it is. Uh, so yeah. that's that's when you use the uh, the iron sights in the daylight and then... You know, when you step inside or, you, you know, in your house or even just in reduced light, you'll find the red dot to work real well. But that's that's the deal on that. Okay, I guess uh, I just was anxious to check, uh, you know, check it out. So probably the solution would be for the range is open until sundown, so we'll get up there right before sundown. Sure. Or, you know what, if you're shooting in the daylight out there, just close your eyes. See if that helps. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Jim, I wish you luck with it. I think you'll get it figured out. Just keep shooting that thing. you got a nice gun there. Uh, let's see here. Mike's on line four out of Farmington, New Mexico. Hey, Mike. Hey, uh, greetings from the red corner of, of New Mexico. That's right. Actually, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be doing uh, Thanksgiving in uh, Rio Rancho. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I managed to pick up a Stag Arms. Cool. They are, and reading some about it since I'm a cowboy action shooter, and, and so I just decided it was about time to do this. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun shooting it, but I've read an article that that you can shoot the. Of course, 5.56 and 223 in an AR, but you can't shoot the 5.56 in in a bolt rifle because of the lead, which gives you more pressure. But I was curious, what is the standard military load? I've loaded some 55 grain, and at 10 feet, chronographs at 3,080, which is probably a pretty good load for that. Well, the, the deal is, and I always have to revisit this, uh, if your rifle is chambered for 5.56, you can shoot 2.23 in it. If it's chambered for 223, you are advised not to shoot 556 ammo in it. What's the difference? Is there a difference in velocity or is it just. The, no, it's a, it's a difference in the, um, the actual case itself is slightly different. And without looking up the chamber drawings, I'm not sure I could, uh, cover. I tell you what, this is a great time for somebody to call in and help me out. I'm, without me looking up the chamber drawings, I can't describe what the exact difference is. But if you want, you know, if you want to go online and look it up, you certainly can. But that's, but there is enough difference. It's not a case of velocity. It's a case of, uh, chamber dimensions. So which is, as you know, that's more important than the velocity difference. So, yeah. yeah. So, now, is your rifle chambered for the 5.56? Five, five, yeah. Oh, then you can shoot anything at it. It'll go both yeah. ways. Yeah. You're, you're good to go. Are you in, let me ask you, you're a, you've been shooting hunting rifles. How are you in, in cowboy action? How do you enjoy the AR? Oh, it's fun. It's a ball. The biggest problem is you got to pick up the brass and go reload. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people it's kind of like owning a Great Dane. You have to keep feeding it. Yeah, you know? and the thing is that I ran out of powder, and I can't find I loaded uh, AA-2230, uh-huh. and that's hard to find all of a sudden. Uh, well, people are buying it up. Now, now, I tell you what, just wait about four months, and then people are going to be starting to get rid of their powder, and you'll be able to buy it cheap. Oh, okay. All what, right. What is what is the standard load, military load now? I thought it was 55, but I read someplace at 62 grains. Uh, honestly, I don't even know. Somebody would have to call in and help me out on that one. All right? I, I don't know what the military is using. Let me scoot along here. Uh, let's go down to line two. Ray is with us out of Houston, Texas. Hello, Ray. Hey, Tom. Um, I just had a few questions. Uh, actually, um, I just want to let you know that uh, tonight I'm going to join the NRA along with my wife and my mother-in-law, so... Excellent. Uh, we made it easy. If you go to our website, guntalk.com, we've got a link. It'll take you right there. Yeah, that, that's how I. That's how I. Uh, that's how I'm planning on doing it. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, I'm planning on going out of town. Um, I'm going out of the country actually uh, in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to carry a firearm with me, um, not uh, because I want to take it out of the country uh, for protection. Um, I do not have a concealed handgun license. Um, and the firearm isn't mine, so uh, it's my mother-in-law's. What kind of uh, firearm? It's uh, well, I'm planning on taking a 38 special. You definitely need to do some research. <laughs> Are you, have you looked into this at all? Uh, I haven't. I've been working all week. Uh, how how long would you like to stay in a jail in Mexico? Um, you I could be. Know. You can be in jail for a very long time. 
I'm not kidding you. Okay. Forget it. Forget it? Okay. Don't even think about it. Don't even have a single round of ammunition with you. Okay. You can go to jail for having a single round of ammunition. People have. If you want to have a firearm in Mexico, you need to go through the drill, but you're probably looking at a long gun at best. Now, here's the question. Why are you okay. going to Mexico? Uh, well, just mainly uh, just for Christmas. Really, everybody's going to uh, get together, pretty much the whole family from this side. And uh, from, you know, I haven't, we haven't seen each other in years, so really it's going to be a big party over there. And uh, and uh, I've been, I've talked to my aunt over there. She said the... Uh, Pretty much the narcs are uh, pretty bad over there. So. Well, I was just going to say, he- tell them all to come over here. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, now, look, I'm, I'm serious as I can be. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to Mexico again. Never. Oh, really? Never. <laughs> it's too dangerous. I, I mean, I've okay. had people I know have been accosted by the federales, had guns stuck up their nose and on the middle of the road, had had the federales come and say, I, I like that gun. I'm going to take it when they're out there hunting. Uh, wow. Take their watches, take anything they want. If you don't like it, they'll simply kill you. Mm. I'm not going again ever. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making a joke. Okay. Yeah, I, hadn't, I hadn't been in almost uh, almost five years, so really. Well, I, I look, yeah, look. You got to do what you got to do, but I'm just going to tell you: don't take a handgun to Mexico. Don't try to sneak one in. Don't even think about it. 866-TALK-GUNS. 866-TALK-GUNS. This portion of Gun Talk is brought to you by Marlin. Built in America by American craftsmen since 1870. For generations, American sportsmen have made Marlin rifles their first choice for putting meat on the table. Strong, accurate, and solidly dependable. Marlin rifles set today's standard for quality and reliability. See your Marlin dealer and choose the rifle that's made right for you. Marlin, when you've hunted long enough for the best. You know, a friend of mine once told me he thought target shooting sounded kind of boring. Try knocking down targets and reloading when you're flying full tilt through a field course. Now that's a total rush. Not what you expected? Then give shooting a try. Find out how, where to get started, and much more at huntandshoot.org. Your heart is racing. Your trophy of a lifetime is within range. You only have a few seconds. Are you ready? You missed. Didn't you check your scope alignment after the long trip here? Or did you even check it after last year's hunt? Make sure your rifle is dead on before you go on any hunt with the Sight Light Mag Laser Bore Sighter. The Sight Light Bore Sighter will not only save you time and ammo, it will verify your sights in the field. Sight Light Mag Laser Bore Sighters are guaranteed more accurate than any other. Check them out at SightLightLasers.com. That's S-I-T-E-L-I-T-E-Lasers.com. Or call us at 800-472-4405. Sight Light Bore Sighters are Available at Cabela's, Bass Pro, Brownells, Midway, the Sportsman's Warehouse, and other sporting good outlets. And next time, you won't miss. 
Ruger single-action revolvers have been around for decades, and they are world-famous for their strength and reliability. But like any firearm, they can be dangerous if handled carelessly or improperly. For more than a 100 years, it's been a well-known safety practice to keep an empty chamber under the hammer of any single-action revolver to prevent accidents caused by a drop or blow. In 1973, Ruger patented the transfer bar safety for its new model single-actions, which also prevents these accidents. And now you can get a similar safety mechanism factory installed free into your old model pre-1973 revolver, whether single six, Blackhawk, Super Blackhawk, or Bearcat. To take advantage of this offer, just write Ruger, and they'll send you the details and a shipping box. The new safety mechanism won't change the gun's appearance, and you collectors, you can get your original parts back. You won't find a better deal than that. Write to Sturm, Ruger, and Company, 1 Lacey Place, Southport, Connecticut, 06490. There's never been a better time to buy a new Beretta shotgun. Right now, Beretta, in one of its biggest promotions ever, is giving away up to $300 in Beretta bucks with the purchase of every White Onyx, Eureka 2, Extrema 2, Silver Pigeon 2, or 5 shotgun. Use the Beretta box to purchase Beretta clothing, accessories, and pro shop items at Beretta's online store at BerettaUSA.com. Now through December 31st. See store for details. Beretta. 500 years, one passion. I'm having way too much fun here. I'm on the Brownells website. They've got all the uh, lowers and uppers and things for your AR. You can buy all the parts and then put it together yourself. They even have the uh, a video on their website on how to put together your own AR from all the different parts that you buy. It's kind of like Legos or something for guns. Pretty cool, actually. Fun stuff. If, if you ever thought you might want to do that, uh, check out the Brownells website, Brownells. Dot com. That'll take care of you. Line one, Dave's with us out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Hello, Dave. Hi there, Tom. How you doing? Good. How can we help you? Well, um, I just I hear that you know I'm a long time listener, first time caller, and I was uh, listening to your show today, and I hear people talking about um, about the availability of the ARs, and um, I I was in a Sportsman's Warehouse the other day, and noticed that they've marked up the prices on their ARs as well as on their Mini 14s. Hmm. And um, that's, you know, a little bit of price gouging going on there. I just thought I'd alert your listeners Absolutely. to that. You know, and, and look, I just call BS on anybody that's marking them up. And look, I know they're saying, well, we're going to get it. Well, you know what? You're going to get it for a little while. And then, But I would just explain to them, look, I'm going to be around a long time, and I'm going to remember this forever. And I'm going to make sure that not only do I not buy anything from you, I'm going to make it my life's hobby to tell everybody I know that you tried to shaft gun owners when you could, and I'm going to try to get everybody I know to never buy a product from you again. I mean, I'm I'm just there. If they're, you know, they're trying to hose us. Any dealer who's cranking up his prices right now, he's trying to shaft you. Yes, it feels almost uh, I mean, almost like you know the emergency situations where water and gas and all those prices go up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't think anybody's going to do anything about it. Uh, I was at a gun show in Salt Lake, in the Salt Lake area yesterday, just to let you know it was off the hook. Everybody there was buying ammunition, looking for ARs, and looking for those little concealables. Right. But the, to get to my question, though, the reason that I called is I'd like to know. We're talking about this, the Obama gun laws, and what how he's going to change them. Um, as, if, as if it's already happened, and I've, I'm pretty sure that we're correct in predicting that it will. 
Okay. But after he's gone, is there any way to turn these off? Is there any way to flip the off switch on these things and None. make it go back Zero. to the way it was? No. Never, ever will it turn back. Never. It, we got lucky because last time we were in the Clinton gun ban, we were able to slip in a provision where it automatically sunsetted. It would go away after 10 years. The Democrats agreed to that because they had been in power for 40 years. They thought, big deal. We're never going to let this thing sunset. Uh, as it turned out, the Republicans took control of Congress, and it was allowed to sunset. The next time, they're not going to put a sunset provision in it. So it would require another vote in Congress to get rid of it. Here's the problem. Because of the way that the media has portrayed semi-automatic firearms, they, they've dubbed them, of course, assault weapons, you're going to find it really difficult to find a congressman or senator who will stand up and say, I want to put, and put the quotes around this, I want to put assault weapons back on the street. They're not going to do it. It'll no. never happen. This this is a this is a one-time deal, and there is no reversing it. Well, it's too bad it'll be permanent. You know, I hope that they I hope they remember that they all got voted out. Well, the only way to, the only way to you know to fight it is to keep it from happening. I'm not I'm not buying that this is a done deal. And you know what? Anybody who I just keep telling people, I'm telling you, you have to cough up bucks. This is all about putting some money where your mouth is. And if you won't, then don't come crying to me, you know, when this thing gets passed. And you say, well, I, I didn't know, or I should have, or what could I have done? Or, or here's the one I always like, well, why didn't the NRA do something about it? I'm sorry. You know, the NRA is just you and me, and if you're not a member, you should be. And if you are a member, it's time to cough up some extra bucks. By the way, uh, and I'm sure you probably already know this, a lot of people don't. The NRA, uh, the legislative arm of the NRA is the Institute for Legislative Action. Uh, your membership dues do not go to fund ILA. They require separate uh, donations to help those guys. But anyway, Dave, that, that's my take on it. I don't think it's ever, if it gets passed, I don't think it'll ever get reversed. Line three, Richard's with us out of Utah. Richard, welcome to Gun Talk. Hi, thanks, Tom. Uh, yes, sir. I'm a member of the NRA, proud member for a lot of years. Uh, about 30 years ago, I bought my wife a 38. That's what she's been using. Uh, we do a lot of shooting together. Over the years, her hands have got a little arthritic. Mm -hmm. And here, about a year ago, I purchased a little snub nose, hammerless, uh, lightweight for her. Mm -hmm. Little Smith and Wesson, and I, I even reloaded some bullets that were a little lighter load. Right. And she's still a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, recently, I purchased a little Walther P22 to teach my grandkids how to use a semi. Right. And she grabbed a hold of that one day, and she says, "This is the one I want." Um, my I had two questions: Can you use reload bullets for self-defense? And what do you think about this 22 for self-defense? Okay, I'll answer them quickly. Yes, you can use reloads for self-defense. I would advise you to not do that. There's a there's a involved reason why it involves uh, uh, the forensic evidence of gunshot residue and and the like. But frankly, I would use the reloads for practice and put uh, factory loads in for self-defense because nobody's going to feel the recoil. If it's a self-defense shooting, you're not you're going to be have so much adrenaline going, you're never even going to hear the gun go off. You won't feel the recoil. Now, second, can 22s are they good enough for self-defense? Hey, they're better than a stick. 
They're better than a knife. They're better than a pencil. It's is it? It's, it's not a thirty-eight. But I don't know anybody that wants to get shot with a twenty-two. So yeah, if that's what she likes and she will use that, absolutely. Okay. Thanks, All right. Tom. Good deal. Let's see. Uh, Michael's in Tupelo, Mississippi, on four. Hello, Michael. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm good. The uh, nothing but gun work going on around here. Obama <laughs> is good for the gun business. You selling a bunch of stuff, are you? Uh, yes, a lot of ARs, a lot yeah, of ARs. Yeah. They uh, when you can get a hold of them. Uh, had a previous caller that called in, uh, curious about the difference between the five five six and two two three chamberings. I, th- I think you've helped me out on this before. I need the help again. We have. It's a big question that I get around here a lot, especially with people uh, wanting to reload because of the cost of ammunition lately. Right. Uh, but basically, uh, the two chambers are basically the same. Uh, if, if you have a gun chambered for 556, five, uh, you can shoot either one of them. Uh, with 223, it is certainly recommended that you do not shoot true 556 five, ammunition. The uh, basic difference is in the amount of free bore or the, um, the distance that it's, the bullet travels before the, it engages the rifle. Ah, it's the throat. The throat, correct. The, uh, in a 556, five, uh, it's generally loaded to higher pressures. Therefore, it has a longer barrel throat or free bore in it to allow your pressures to drop before the bullet engages the rifle. Let me explain to folks what throat is. It's the first part of the barrel. Right When you put the cartridge in the barrel, there's a little chunk of barrel that is a little bit larger diameter before the bullet engages the rifling. That's called the throat or the lead. And what you're saying is that the 5.56 has a little bit longer section of barrel before the bullet engages the rifling, uh, which keeps, because if the bullet hits the rifling r- very early on, pressures go up. Correct. Okay, so that's, so that's the, now here's a question for you. If you had a 5.56, I mean, if you had a 223 rifle, a rifle chamber for 223, couldn't you just, uh, have the lead, or the throat, uh, lengthen slightly? You can. Sure. Certainly can. And there's also, not to confuse anyone, uh, but there's another, there's several other newer chamberings out there, one called 223 Wild, W-Y-L-D-E. Uh, a lot of your manufacturers are using this chamber in uh, their stainless match barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is actually safe for either one. Uh, it's kind of a lead that's in between 5.56 five, and 223, generally a little more accurate with 223 ammo. Gotcha. Well, listen, that helps me a bunch. I appreciate it, Michael, and uh, you're always welcome to come in here and straighten me out because Lord knows I need straightening out on a, a frequent basis. I appreciate your help. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, then we're going to come back and some more of this talking about guns thing. Our number is 866-TALK-GUNS, or just dial one. Tom Talk Guns. Call your friends, call your neighbors, tell them to turn on the radio. We're talking about guns. I'm Tom Gresham. Welcome to Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, where a right is always a right, not a privilege. We're back with you. Tom Gresham, 866-TALK-GUNS, and this is Gun Talk, in case you got lost and forgot where you were. We're taking your calls. Basically, we're open lines right now. If you want to talk about a gun that you like or what we're going to do or what... Have, has everybody gone crazy? Because I see these stories in the paper... It almost makes it sound like everybody's gone crazy buying all these guns, anticipating the new Obama administration. They make it sound like we're we're nuts. 
Of course, they don't believe that Obama plans to ban the sale of a bunch of guns because he keeps saying he supports the Second Amendment. It, it's the funniest thing. He'll say, I support the Second Amendment, and I, I'm a staunch believer in gun rights. And in the same breath, he says, but of course, we're going to have to ban the sale of the most popular guns being made in America. And for some reason, the media thinks that, that makes sense. When, in fact, it is, of course, senseless. I don't understand how they can get all that so screwed up. Line two, Don's with us out of Pensacola, Florida. Hello, Don. Hello, Bob. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Ah, I'm, I'm Tom, but that's okay. Yes, uh, I had I'd called because I'd gone to the gun show today uh-huh. you know, here in Pensacola, and my father and I wanted to get matching pistols. We wanted to get something that would be identical so that we could share ammunition if we had to. Okay. And so we chose a Smith & Wesson forty caliber. Mm-hmm. And uh, my question to you about that, and, and, and the thing that set me back when I was there, was as we were filling out the paperwork, the lady asked us for our concealed carry permit. And we told her we didn't have one. And so she said, well, you can you can pick that gun up next Friday at Jay's. And I said, wait, I'm paying for it now. I can't take the gun now. And they said no. So I thought, you know, I didn't I didn't know that that was the law here in Florida now. It's not. What was that all about? I mean, it, were they not able to do a uh, background check? I don't know what it was, but uh, we it had is... to fill out the paperwork, you know, the, the, the large yellow forms that you have to do. Right. And uh, we, we turned the paperwork in and paid for the guns, and they gave us the receipt, and they said, you can pick those up at Jay's next Friday. And I said, uh, why not? And they said, because you're not allowed to carry the gun out to your car without a concealed carry permit. Oh, that's insane. I mean, what, what that would, by that line of thinking, you wouldn't be able to carry it out of their store to your car without a concealed carry permit. I know. I thought it was kind of strange, and no, I wanted to get no, your comment no, no, on no, that. No, 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 no. Time to call BS on that one. Call them back tomorrow and say, I'm coming to get my gun tomorrow, period. If, if not, you're either going to give me my gun or my money back. Well, I bought it from a company uh, out of Panama City, Florida. And they were at the gun show there, and it was a great deal. The gun retails for four fifty-eight. It's, it's not a great deal if you don't have the gun. Yeah, well, that's true. But it retailed for four fifty-eight. We got it for three thirty-six with a fifty-dollar coupon. And we have to wait until next Friday to get our, our to get our pistols. No, you don't. That's my point. To call them and say I'm not waiting. I want it now. And, and and look, don't talk to just anybody. Ask for the owner. Or the manager and say, what, "What's going on with this? this? This is crazy. There's no waiting period. There's, the background check is instant now. They can do it in five minutes on the phone. This is nuts. Uh, it's it's so, too late now. The no, it's show. not. It's not too late. It, this is a store that sold it to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got the name of the store, and it's in Panama City. Well, so I'm, I'm missing something here. So what? So I can call Panama City and still be able to pick my gun up at. Uh, at, at uh, over here in Pensacola. Uh, well, you got to go to the store. How are you going to get in Pensacola if the guns? In P- I'm, I'm missing something. You're leaving something out here. The company, the company that sold me the gun, yes. is, is out of. It was at the gun show, and they're out of Panama City. Okay. And so uh, we purchased. So the are guns. you going to have to go to Panama City? How are you going to get the gun? We're supposed to pick the guns up. You, you're familiar with that that local company here in Pensacola. Jay's. 
Are they sending the gun to another, a different dealership for you to pick them up? Yeah, I go to Jay. We're supposed to go to Jay's Guns here at Del Garden and Pace Avenue here. Okay, in okay. So, right. all right. So that's what's going on. They're having to ship the gun to another dealer. Is what you're saying? That's apparently what's going on. I don't yes. understand it myself no, because I've been to all, gun shows before. And Don, walked something's out with a gun. all something's all screwed up there. Something's messed up. I, you know, I'm I, look. You're going to have to do what you want to do, and I appreciate the call, but I would not have taken that deal. The moment they said you can't walk out with it, I said, forget it. You get you credit my credit card. No, I'm not doing that. Something's wrong with that deal. I don't know what it is, but there is just something not right about that deal. So. I don't know. If, if you figure it out, let me know. Or if somebody else has a take on that, I'd love to hear it. But there's just, that doesn't, that does not pass the sniff test to me. 866 Talk Guns. Successful hunters know big bucks move early and late, often when it's too dark for common scopes. When that monster steps out, you might see him through the scope, but the crosshairs disappear. All that work and you can't take the shot. But with the Trigicon AccuPoint scope, you'll get the shot. Its bright aiming point glows in daylight or darkness. No batteries needed. AccuPoint scopes are water-resistant and nitrogen-filled, feature multi-layer coated lenses for the brightest image, and you can adjust brightness of the aiming point to match the conditions. Adding 10 or 15 minutes to each end of the day can double the magic moments when the trophies move. You can't hit the target if you can't see the sights. Trigicon AccuPoint scopes. Check out the different models at Trigicon.com or call 1-800-338-0563. Brilliant aiming solutions from Trigicon. Since 1852, Smith & Wesson firearms have been known for their quality. Now you'll find that same Smith & Wesson quality in their new shotguns. The 1000 series semi-auto shotguns are light and reliable. Just what you're looking for. Check out the Smith & Wesson Elite Series with the Elite Gold a 20-gauge side-by-side, and the Elite Silver, a 12-gauge over and under. These fine doubles come with a lifetime heirloom warranty at a price you can afford. For more information, visit smith-wesson.com. Taurus Millennium Pistols feature lightweight, ease of use, and reliability. Now add raw 45 caliber power to that with the incredible PT-145, a subcompact auto with a full 10-round magazine. The PT-145 has a manual safety, the Taurus security system, and a great price. Only 23 ounces. The polymer frame, double action, only PT-145 is the best value in a compact 45. And you can get it with night sights. Check out the PT-145 at TAURUSUSA.com. Hey, want to get that huge Brownells catalog for free? Now you can get this source for parts, cleaning products, gunsmith supplies, and tools for just a phone call. Brownells is famous for selection, service, and satisfaction. Tell them you heard about it on Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, and they'll send it to you for free. Call 1-800-741-0015. 1-800-741-0015. 1-800-741-0015. The Brownells catalog for free. 1-800-741-0015. Whether you hunt with a bow, rifle, or shotgun, Browning has the clothing to get the job done right. Browning Outdoor Clothing is loaded with features that add comfort and functionality. 
Things like mesh moisture barrier strips, expander pockets, featherweight neoprene cuffs, the patent-pending gear retriever system, and seamless shoulder construction, to mention only a few. Visit Browning.com and discover for yourself all the features that make Browning Outdoor Clothing your best choice. Browning Outdoor Clothing, the best there is. with you here, Tom Gresham. You know, we were just talking during the break about the Picatinny Rail on the AR-15. Just look that up, Jim. That uh, name comes from the Picatinny Arsenal in New Jersey, where it was originally tested and used to distinguish it from all other rail standards at the time. So that's the Picatinny Rail. The amazing things that you can learn by Googling things. (laughs) Uh, Line one, Ron's with us out of Baghdad, Florida. Hey, Ron. How you doing, Tom? Good. Um, I got a question about the 327, but something more pressing, your last caller. Yes, sir. Um, I'm familiar with the gun show he was talking about, and I'm also familiar with the dealer. Help uh, me help me out. What's going on? I am clearly missing something here. Well, yes and no. There's nothing wrong with the dealer. Dealer's um, up front, outstanding. Not a thing wrong with him. Know him well. Bought weapons from him before. The problem you have is the gun show itself. In the location, uh, and I won't give out the location, but uh, everybody locally knows where it's at. They have a severe lack of telephone lines. Oh, they don't have a telephone line, so they can't do the background uh-huh. check. Ah, uh-huh. there uh-huh. you go. Okay, so they they have a physical limitation that they can't contact the FBI and do the background check. Exactly, and there's several gun shows that this local one of the local fairgrounds that are held every year and we encounter okay. the same thank you that i could not figure out what was going on with that that's the that's the deal that's the reason why i don't go to that particular um, gun show huh okay uh, well thank you all right let's talk about but, the two, the 327 yeah and uh you know item last on on the last thing just you know i hope that guy that, that gentleman does not get a you know his nose out of joint over the dealer because um, that, that's a reputable so it's dealer. Not, it's not the here. dealer's fault. It's the facility's right. fault. Okay. Exactly. All right, the thanks. That helps me out. Uh, all right, the 327. Right. Uh, Mag, is this nothing more than a hopped-up 32, or is this, that's you know, what, I have a dead... It is nothing more than a hopped-up 22, but that's like saying the 357 Magnum is nothing more than a hopped-up 38 Special. All right, is this, is how much better than a, a 32 a lot. is a 322? Uh, it's a lot better. Okay. It is, it is the equivalent of a hot 38 special. Oh, really? Oh, yes. It is the real deal. Every once in a while, somebody sprinkles, you know, magic pixie dust on a cartridge, and you think, right. well, it's, okay, it's, and we've all seen it. If you've been around a long time, you think, yeah, 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 it's another one of those right. things. No, 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 no. This this is the real deal. The 327, what do they call it? The 327 Federal Magnum, available right. in the Ruger SP-101. I always have to get all the numbers right. right. Uh, it is, what you get is a six-shot revolver in the little bitty size that normally would be a, a five-shot 38, and the ammo is every bit the equivalent of a 38. Uh, so it would be equivalent to a thirty-eight if we're uh, pushing plus P's. Close to it, right, right in the plus P range. Uh, and of course, and the other thing that's sweet is if you wanted to shoot thirty-twos in it, you can. 
Because all it is oh, is just, really? just, yeah, just like a 38 uh, and 357, you could shoot 32s in your 327. Sweet. Oh, now this is, this is nifty. Now, I was reading a little bit about it in the, the newest uh, NRA mag, but uh, I didn't, I missed that. So, oh, wow, yes. This is something I don't have. I, I got Santa Claus has to bring me one of these. Merry now. Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All Bye-bye, right. Tom. Thanks, Ron. <laughs> oh, goodness. Jimmy's in Anchorage on three. Jimmy, you're on Gun Talk. Yeah, I, um, I had something to add to the gentleman who was interested. That, uh, he was looking for, uh, he was wondering why the loading data was so different between five flight five sixes. Uh, in the military, when we started issuing in the, uh, the SOP mod or special operations for peculiar modifications into the service, the barrels started getting shorter on these weapons. So, oh, in order to. That's right. They went to the M4 and even shorter barrels than that. So that to, to compensate the, 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 you know, the barrel loss, they started up in the powder a little bit in some of the cartridges. And uh, they are, you know, it, it's fine. If you're getting, you know, 3,000 plus on, on your on your chronometer with 55 grains, I'd say stick with it. Yep. But uh, say all you're going to do with, uh, you know, loading up higher is, you know, the gun will take it, but you're going to be burning out your barrel. Well, you burn out your barrel, and one of the things that people forget, and I, it sounds like you're a pretty savvy guy, you understand this, is when you're shooting a semi-auto, if when you start cranking up the powder and the power, you increase the bolt velocity, and the bolt yep. velocity will beat a gun to pieces after a while. Yep. Uh, so especially, you know, even just following your, uh, you got uh, your gas tube on there, getting more fouling into it, and yep. burning out your bolt face even faster. Yep, because uh, obviously the bolt in your semi-auto has to go back and forth at a certain speed. It's designed to go back at a certain speed, and they regulate that with the powder and the and the burning speed of the powder. If you just willy-nilly start cranking up the uh, power in your loads, you can increase that bolt velocity, and it basically what it does it just uh, advances or speeds up the wear. Yep, most definitely. All right, that's good information. I had uh, not thought about that, but yeah, the military has gone to shorter barrels and to compensate to get back the velocity that they lost by going to shorter and shorter barrels. They crank up the power in their loads, but then you put that in your okay. That makes sense. I got it. Thank you. I appreciate that. That is good information, Jimmy. Ed's in Salt Lake City on four. Hello, Ed. How you doing today? Good. How you doing, Tom? Great. Nice to be on your show. Hey, just a little clarification about the use of 5.56 ammo in uh, um, firearms uh, marked as uh, 223. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, does not apply to the Ruger Mini 14. Uh, anyone uh, can check their manual, and uh, it indicates uh, in the Ruger manual that uh, the rifle is capable of uh, fi- firing either cartridge. Uh, perhaps so... Ruger should uh, go ahead and uh, stamp that uh, on their receivers. Hmm. Instead of just leaving it at the two, two, three, as they uh, currently do, they they must have uh, when they're chambering. They must increase the lead a little bit to get you a little bit longer throat, so you can shoot the five five six ammo in there. Then that is correct. But on the receiver, they still mark it only as point two two three. Well, that's confusing. Check, it is. It surely is. Huh. But if you'll check the Ruger manual for the Mini 14, mm-hmm. it indicates that you can shoot either cartridge. Well, that's good to know because that makes it a more versatile firearm. You can use whatever ammo you find that fits in there. That's 
right. Well, when you figure that uh, you can pretty much get too many 14s for the cost of a single AR. Yes, you can. Um, Absolutely. All right, listen, I appreciate that. I was not aware of that. That's good info, according to our caller, that you can shoot uh, 5.56 or 223 in your Mini 14, even though it's marked 223. I know it gets confusing sometimes. That's what makes it fun. It's so darn esoteric. (laughs) 866 Talk Guns. This is Gun Talk. All right, we're entering the rapid-fire segment of Gun Talk. and So here's the deal. If you're on hold, I'm going to get to you, but please ask your question quickly, and we'll try to run through these and get everybody in. First up is Sandy, line two out of Palmer, Alaska. Hello, Sandy. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, I have a question about uh, gun cases. I'm mm-hmm. going to be taking an airline out of Alaska, and uh, I was going to take a shotgun with me. Is there special requirements? Yeah, sure. you, you could, flying with a gun is actually pretty easy uh, commercially. You need a hard case, a locking hard case. Uh, either it could be plastic or metal or aluminum. Uh, you can buy those at gun stores or even at Walmart. Uh, you, the case, you have to be able to lock it with padlocks. I like the kind that uh, you have several locks you know, along the length of it. Because if you just have one lock in the middle of the case where the handle is, particularly on the cheap plastic ones, you can actually pry that case open and slide the gun out. And that has happened a number of times. Okay. Uh, so, and the deal is you uh, use uh, regular padlocks. Uh, don't give the keys to anybody else, including TSA, no matter what they say. It's against the law to give them the keys. Uh, I know they'll have a, a fit, but that's the way the law is. And just get to the uh, airline counter early, and when you go there, tell them, I, I'd like to declare this uh, a firearm, and they'll have you open it up and show that it's unloaded, and they'll have you fill out a silly little tag that says it's unloaded, and they'll put it inside the case. But not an issue. Just get your hard case and use padlocks, okay? Okay. All right. Good luck with that. It shouldn't be a problem for you. Let's see. Uh, line one, James, Mississippi. Quickly, please. Hey, James. Hey, hey, Tom. Listen, why is it that you have uh, on, on a Browning A boat that you have to put the gun in fire to unload it? Some bolt-action rifles require that. The, the old Remington 700s did, then they changed it. So in some guns, you have to take the gun off safe, if you will, before you can lift the bolt, and some don't. Basically, for me, some people worry about that. I don't because I just point it in a safe direction before I do any of that. But, I do, uh, too, but... I no, do, but, too, but, it's, it, I mean, it's a safety issue. I mean, they should be able to put it, unload it with it in safety. <laughs> well, I understand. And some people, you know, it bothers some people. It doesn't others. I guess that's why they have choices out there. Listen, I appreciate the call. Let me get to John on line three in Texas. Hey, John. Hey, Tom. Love your show. <clears throat> Thank Keep you. doing what you're doing. Uh, I didn't hear the whole segment, the caller from Florida that couldn't take his gun with him <clears throat> from the gun show. I thought I didn't hear the whole segment, but I thought since they were buying a pair of them, maybe the guy selling them didn't have two with him there in stock to to leave the show with. Well, a, a caller called in later and said the problem with that particular gun show is they don't have very many phone lines there, and the dealers actually are not able to do the FBI call from their booth to do the background check or, or something like that. Now I'm not sure. I don't know what their logistics are if the FBI won't allow a cell phone call for that. Uh, because you'd think if they would, then you could just do it off a cell phone. I don't know, but they're, they, 
the callers reassured me, said, look, the, the dealer is up, you know, on the up and up, but everything's fine. It's just a problem with that particular facility there. Sounds uh, like it got a good price on it, too. Yes, it does. So, uh, yeah, did good. So maybe it's worth waiting a week. Let me do this quickly. Uh, line four, Tom in Alaska, real quick, Tom. Yeah, what's the difference between a 357 SIG and a regular 357? Okay, the 357 SIG is fired in a semi-auto firearm. It is a rimless cartridge. It's actually a bottleneck cartridge. It doesn't quite duplicate the 357 Magnum, which is a rimmed cartridge. It goes into a revolver, but it comes pretty close. So you get uh, almost 357 Magnum performance out of a semi-auto with, of course, you know, interchangeable magazines and all that kind of stuff. So that's the drill there. It's a cool cartridge if you if you like such things. All right, everybody, I'm going to whip on you one more time. If you're not a member of the NRA, shame on you. Go ahead and go to GunTalk.com. We've made it easy for you. we got you a good deal there. You can buy your own. You can buy them for other people. You can even buy a $10 associate membership there. We have to, have to, have to all be members. It's probably the only thing that's going to save us with this gun banning administration that's coming in. Do it now.